Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You but Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we have a great topic to discuss. Sean, Karen, you ever thought about when it's the right time to ask your boss for a raise? Never. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm a, I'm, but you know, I don't have a traditional job. I'm a comedian. So it, the asking for a raise part's a little tricky. It's really like, it, you know, the raise, there's, it's not a raise. It's asking for what you're worth in the first place. That's, that's maybe similar but different how to ask your boss for a raise man come on mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. everybody gets that feeling of their worth they think they're worth more and but they don't know how to approach it they don't know how to ask for that money well this is the money show we're gonna tell you how to do it. we're gonna break it down because you need a raise dun, well, tip dun, number dun, one dun, is you dun, don't dun, sing dun. like sean. you don't walk into your boss's office singing like sean that's tip yeah number one. and you can't scream raise at people they don't like that <laughs> you have to go about it the right way the calm way we're gonna help you out well, I like to say, though, come on, you guys, like all jokes aside, today's market is the best time in a very long time to ask for a raise. Why and, you is know, that, Because t- in today's market, a lot of companies want to give their employees a raise in fear of losing them in this competitive market. COVID has made there a real sh- labor shortage. So this is the time where the demand is high for goods and service and the supply of labor is low. So the money's out there. Well, statistics yeah. say companies are putting aside a minimum of 4% of their profits to cover wage increases. So I think, you know, Sean, you may be on to something. Yep. And that's the inside scoop that companies didn't tell you, but two black guys good credit told you. And as we know from the recent supply crunch shortages, uh, trademark companies are trying to retain their current staff and they're trying really hard to fill open positions. I have seen so many YouTube ads, um, uh, that Amazon paid for about how their, you know, all their new stuff that they're, you know, raises and this and that for their employees. Everybody's scared of not having enough labor and nobody actually does have enough good labor. Exactly. And, and then they're also scared of that big I word. It's not igloo inflation. Yeah. Companies are prepared to pay more to retain and acquire employees because everybody's in fear of this inflation that's happening. All right. So, we're t- again, we're talking about how to ask your boss for a raise. And, and like we, we've established, there's been a minimum of 4% of profits that, that companies have put aside to cover these wage increases. So some of that money can come to you if your game is tight. If you're mm-hmm. in a field with labor shortages, 
you're in a you are in an amazing position to ask for a raise. Yeah, Matt. I mean, I I'm a hundred percent agree with you. In today's economy, there are so many um, fields out there where we where there are labor shortages, where there you know construction is one of them, real estate is another one of them, where there's just there's so much demand and they don't have enough people to fill the demand. And that gives you a, puts you in a strong position to ask for more money or to ask mm-hmm. for the money that you think you deserve because they're in desperate need to fulfill the, to grow the business, but they don't have enough people power to do so. Yeah. So I, I, I there's and I've never seen it in my years where it's been like this. It's been the market's been such a f- in favor of the employee versus the employer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I, I'm sorry, Karen. I'm, I'll just no, a please. Quick point. Quick point. Please. Uh, over the past year, um, I've been in a new position and I've been looking to hire people for really well-paying jobs. And I've been getting people who are like turning away jobs that in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, five years ago, 10 years ago, somebody would have offered me some of these, like they're just turning their nose up at like, mm-hmm. no, like I'm, I'm just shocked at how many people are willing and able to just walk away from really decent salaries. It's the employees right. market. Employee, there you go. It's, it's employees, employees market. market. Well, employees have had to be more self-sufficient over the last couple of years. And I think that we've discovered that we can be and that we are capable of holding out for, you know, I think people discovered somewhere along the line that it's not a favor to be employed. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> so it's, well said. it's just as hard for someone, you know, it, companies need good labor. And I think it's really actually hard to find good people. They need you possibly more than you need them. There's a lot of companies out there hiring, but there's only so many qualified workers. So I think that that, that idea, you know, over these last couple of years that, you know, we're being done this big favor by being employed. I think that that's kind of going away. And, you know, at the same time, Asking for money is hard and it's in money is an emotional close to your, you know, your ego and your heart issue. And it can be difficult to approach. So if you do find it difficult, um, you're definitely not alone. And we have that leads us right into our next point. Yeah, well, I want to play a little game, Karen. I think I think we should, you know, to get everybody comfortable and get rid of those nervousness, like you said, that but let's just do a little do's and don'ts. Make it simple for people. Before we get them comfortable, though, should we take a quick commercial break? I think let's do that, folks. So everyone get comfortable. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick commercial break, pay a few bills, and we'll be right back giving you the info on how to ask your boss for a raise. So stay tuned for more Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. And today it's the show for the folks who want to ask their boss for a raise. That's what we're talking about. So, Sean, we were all about to get into the do's and don'ts. Why don't you take us there? Yeah, I figured we'd play a game, make it fun, get people comfortable with it. And it's a good way to to make notes. We're going to just go give you the do's and don'ts of how to ask your boss for a raise. And I'll start off with a don't. You know, I'll be Debbie Downer. Don't assume your boss will recognize how hard you've worked and how much you've given to the company and they're just going to one day walk into your lonely cubicle and say, Joe, <laughs> I see you, bro. I see you. That $10 an hour we're giving you, we're bringing it to $20 an hour, Joe, because I see you. I see you. That's not realistic. So don't sit there and assume and get angry at, at your boss because he hasn't come to your cubicle yet and offer you that big raise that you think you deserve. That's my to first that, don't. Well, to that don't, to that point, there was a years ago I heard um, uh, Ted Turner, the owner of CNN and Turner Networks. He had a, he was doing an interview and they asked him kind of what was the secret to his success or like a mantra of his. 
And his like mantra was early to bed, early to rise, work hard and advertise. But basically it was the <laughs> and, and advertise part that stuck out to me. It's like, you got to let people know what you're doing. Right. So don't assume your boss knows that you've been hitting your numbers or you've been adding all this extra value. He may be, he or she may be dealing with other stuff and not totally laser focused on all the added value. If you are providing this value, but, but you gotta, you gotta let it be known. You know, if you're going to come asking for a raise, make sure people are aware that you've been adding this value. Right. And also don't assume that just because you're tenured or you're a senior employee that um, management will automatically give you a raise. Although I have seen it done. I have seen seniority just be given open preference and, you know, there being like a, a sliding scale or whatever based on that. But it's not always the case. And it's not always the case that that will ensure your um, job safety either being the most tenured employee. And if you're a little timid and scared and nervous and, oh, big celebrity boss, he, I don't want to ask him. And hey, what is he going to think? Do get over it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Sean. Really nicely screamed. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I guess in a nicer way, if, you, if you're dealing with the fact that you're, you're scared, do some role play with your family and friends. Practice. Talk to maybe your friend who is confident or has some experience talk it through but yeah you got to get over that fear factor because if you don't ask for it you're not going to get it but another tip is a do for for people out there is do ask for a raise based on your skills contributions and what you bring to the table make it very specific to only you Mm -hmm. And do quantify those skills and contributions, right? So quantify meaning dollars and cents and amounts. Money speaks volume. Money speaks, right? Words are nonsense and noise and money speaks. Management always caters to people that have a direct impact on profits because it's actually their ass on the line. And don't try to look like Mr. Economist and like you've been studying macroeconomics and you watch CNN and you see what's happening in the world and you're mentioning you want to give like you're smart like you know what's happening with inflation because you feel you deserve to get more money because your cost of living has gone up well guess what it's a mute point because companies expenses have gone up as well you said a mute point but it's also a moot point but anyway um, go ahead. yes so don't think don't try to be Mr. Smarty Pants and, and, and give your boss world economics theories as to why you should get a, a raise because that's just nonsense okay also, just to reiterate, inflation, inflation has no relation to your performance. Zero. Okay? Because things have gone up doesn't mean you're gonna work less or work harder. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing that's drawing those things together. So do make the negotiations strictly about, like Karen was saying, your performance and the value that you add to your company. All right, I got another do for you. Do ask your manager where you fall in the pay range for your job. If they are willing to tell you then make an argument why you need to be higher in the pay range. If they are not willing to tell you, then ask for a more specific question. Then ask a more specific question, like what's the median pay for this job? You can also look online and you should also look online on your own and see what the people are being paid for your type of work. You should not just depend upon what your manager tells you. You should be researching your industry and, and finding out as much information on your own as possible, but you should also ask. So. That's right. And also do get a sense of what's going on with your company and do a little vibe check to see how the company's offering raises, if they are offering raises, how they're going about it, if they're offering something other than raises, like uh, benefits or something like that, see what's going on. Or maybe they're just kind of being scroogey and maybe now's not the time. The, to your you gotta, point. 
sniff it out. To, to your point, Karen, to you're saying, do get a sense of what's happening at your company and get a vibe. Like if they're doing a lot of layoffs, now yeah. might not be the time to be asking for your raise. So, no. so be, have some awareness of what's going on in the, in That's the business. Right. Be an adult. Exactly. And understand you're playing chess, not checkers, too. So negotiating is always a skillful act. And if you're not a good negotiator, I think you need to do your homework and kind of learn the art of negotiating. And so, you know, one of the first things I, w- I always try to do is not to state the number first, you know, because you may be you may be playing yourself down. The worst is I've been in situations where you offer a number like, OK, no problem. And you're just like, shoot. So is it like I whoever states a number first loses? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, they're like, uh, you know, I, I'll charge you $100. Like, no problem. You're like, damn, I could offer 150 I could offer 200 Like, you don't know. So kind of let them state the number because you may be pleasantly surprised and they offer you more than what you expected, you know. I, and but, also assume that they're lowballing you. So, like, people will will generally say a number expecting that if they if they jump high – you may even try to jump higher. If they go low, you're going to try to jump higher than. But they were already factoring in that that pad. So exactly, gotta, you know, even like when I try to purchase real estate and I buy, I always trade. I, my first offer is always a number that's borderline insulting. Not <laughs> not not insult, but just there, just a little above insulting, just to see what their bottom is. Just like Sean, really, just borderline insulting. <laughs> <laughs> so charming. <laughs> And, you know, if your employer doesn't want to give you the amount that you've requested or nothing at all, then do figure out what you actually care about. What's important to you? Are you owed a raise legitimately or do you just want one? Do you just think now's a good time to ask? Or do you think that there is another way to get a raise-like effect, asking for more time off, better work conditions, maybe more work from home or um different amounts of paid time off, different projects, et cetera, different placements. Um, There's other stuff that you could ask for that might not affect the company's bottom line directly that they would be maybe more amenable to saying yes to. Well, I would say this one is a a don't and a do, right? I'm a do and a don'ty, right? It's a do and a don'ty? (laughs) A do and a don'ty, yes. Because sometimes you may be looking out in the market, and I think you should always be. I think the best way to give yourself a raise is to get another job, in my my personal opinion. Um, And you may get an offer. And I know a lot of people like to present that offer back to their current employer and say, hey, look, I got an offer from McDonald's and I can say goodbye to you, Wendy's. But Wendy's may be like, go ahead. So don't assume because you, you're, you found another job and you presented your current job with that offer, hoping that your, other, your current job will counter you and try to retain you. They may call your bluff and tell you to get the step in. So mm-hmm. if you want to, if, that, if that's only for the live ones, if you want to do that, just be prepared <laughs> that you, you know, you may have to pack up that cubicle and head over to McDonald's. Well, I'm going to end it on this one here, folks. If the company you're working for makes you feel like you have to get another account or an offer from outside for them to give you a raise, if they don't see your value, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's time for you to just leave that job. Or as Sean would say, leave that damn job, put a little extra on it. Maybe it's time <laughs> to bounce. If they're not paying you your value. You know, you need to find another opportunity somewhere else. But yeah, yeah, I agree. People are always scared of the unknown. So I welcome the unknown. You know, I welcome the unknown. I embrace the unknown. If they're not giving what you want, get to step in. Get out. Be out. Peace. That's Deuces. Right. All right. Well, 
That's right. Go where you're wanted and go where you're valued. Honestly, the only one who can really determine your value is you. And that's why there's a labor shortage (laughs) is because people decided that they didn't want to deal with. No, they didn't want to deal with conditions that they didn't want. So honestly, the market, the odds are ever in your favor. If you want that raise, get that raise. And if they say no to that raise, get another job. You're you're worth it. I would also say this, depending upon what stage you are in your career, if you're if you're young at the beginning of your career in your middle or if you're, you're more a veteran experienced, you know, maybe you can have a different strategy, um, but you can learn, um, take it as an opportunity to also learn. It, 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 for me, early in my career, I asked for a raise and my boss told me I was a, I was a production assistant, which is kind of an entry level job. And I wanted to be an AP. And my boss told me, Matt, you're an effing PA. And basically, he didn't even want to see the number I had written on a piece of paper, what I wanted to make. <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> and, and I asked him, I was like, well, basically, I ended up having a really good conversation. And we had a good relationship where he could talk trash. And I didn't it wasn't sensitive. I was kind of taken. I didn't expect that. But I asked him, like, well, what what, what do I need to, to get you know promoted? And then he basically outlined that, you know, who do you know? And you need some, you know, do you have any, what are you bringing to the table? Do you have any connections? What, what are you bringing of value to me? Like, you know, you just think because you work hard or people think you're doing well. Like, but basically what I took from that is, OK, I need to have some value, added value. What am I bringing? It, it made me re kind of calibrate before I would ask it. And I was in my 20s, but it was something that I always took with me is to kind of learn from that experience of what, you know, I listened to what he said because I did like the job and it was a valuable position and it ended up working out in the long run. But when people say no, you know, maybe use that as an opportunity to ask questions. If you ask for a raise and they turn it down, you know, follow up, find out why, you know, get some feedback on, on what you can do to get that money. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think what you're saying, or even what we're trying to say throughout this show, like if you're going to ask for a raise, make sure you're able to justify why you personally deserve that raise, why your performance has excelled. And not just because it's trending now because everybody's getting raised with so much money. You have to really sell yourself as to why. And if you're looking at what you do day to day and it's not sellable right now, then you need to get there, I think, before you should have that conversation. Well, on that note, I think it's time to bring this quickie to a close. What a good um, quickie. Aw, I hate when we end quickies. <laughs> well, like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. And this particular topic, where it's all about changing your salary, this is big, so it definitely applies. Um, so basically, shoot your shot. Make sure you're prepared for whatever answer, but but go for what you know. And you know, on that note, for Two Black Guys with Good Credit, I'm Matt Smith, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis, one third of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And as I always say, it doesn't matter what you've done. It kind of matters. But what really matters is what you do next. Yep. And I'm Sean, always the better half of Two Black Guys with Good Credit. And we're and Two Black Guys with Good Credit is even changing itself because we're going to try to hit you with more of these quickies. Bang in, get in, get out, and hopefully you get with some strong lessons from it. So as we always say, your money is your money. Keep it in your damn pocket and go get that damn job. Go get that money. Go get that money. Boss up. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... 
Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.